Welcome to the Expat Rewind. My name is Stephanie and I will be your host in this experience. What we're doing in this podcast is reaching back into the first year of an expat or geopath's existence into something online, whether it was via a blog, Facebook, Instagram, any sort of social media feed. And we're going to reach back into that post where they told the world about their experience as an expat or geopath. And then the expat or geopet will reflect on what they think of, what they wrote, what they've learned since then, and anything else that comes up. This week, I am delighted to introduce Michelle to you. She is from Miami, Florida. She was a teacher there, and she's also teaching at a school here in Shanghai, China. She moved here mid this year, so it's almost about the six-month mark. And this woman is brave, courageous, and hilarious. This is a slightly different episode. Normally we talk to people after their first year and we look back at something, but we decided to do something a little bit different because Michelle started writing as soon as she got to China. The China Chronicles is what she called it and she put it on her Facebook feed. So what we're doing in this episode is we're doing a preview of what we will return to after she finishes her first year in China. And she'll tell you more about the China Chronicles in the interview. Michelle is also a very generous, very thoughtful person. And when I asked her what information she wanted in the show notes and what shout outs she wanted, if any, she said this. Yes, exclamation mark. Shout out to Jennifer for being so helpful in my transition to Shanghai. From the day I met her, she has provided me with numerous tips and walked me through several steps to assist me as I settled in. Jennifer was a guest on this podcast. She wrote a very emotional familial poem that she wrote and she shared that with us just a few episodes ago. Anyway, without further ado, here's our conversation. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us on Expat Rewind. Thank you for having me. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? My name is Michelle Elmore, and I am in China for the first time. I arrived about three weeks ago, and I'm working at a French school, uh, teaching all grade levels from one to five. Oh, that's such a good age. I'm loving it. Yes, they're (laughs) so cute. They're so cute. Now, we're breaking a little bit from the format. Normally, guests on the podcast will be after their first year in a country, and they'll come back and revisit their first year, but we decided to do something a little bit different with this one. And so, Michelle is in her first year right now in China, and we're going to do, this is basically like a preview of what she thinks of her experience so far, and some posts that she put online. Then she's promised us that she'll come back after the year's over and reflect on this reflection. So we're going to double reflect at the end of the year. I'm ready. ready. So let's get started. What's the first thing that you're going to share with us? Before coming here, I thought, let me look back to my first couple days here in China. I made some what I call China Chronicles (laughs) posts on Facebook. So I looked back and I thought, oh, wow. After reviewing those first few posts, I guess if I could explain what I felt in one word at that time when I arrived in China, I would say overwhelmed, overwhelmed. I was like a deer in headlights from the moment I stepped off the plane. Just my brain was taking in so much information. 
I didn't understand the effect that would have on me, but it did. From the moment I walked off the plane, I have never walked off of a plane and down steps immediately. Usually there's that joining little pathway accordion thingy that that takes you into the airport. So coming down the stairs from the plane made me go, oh, wow, this is different. So I got down and I look at the plane and everything was wow. Then I get on the bus, and I've never been on crowded buses before. Never, never? Oh, not like crowded here. (laughs) And not like, hold on, or you will fall on someone. (laughs) So everything was wow, and people staring at me, that was wow. You know, just everything. I I was a true tourist. (laughs) I thought the bus drove pretty fast, so every time it made a stop or slowed down, we all, whoa and leaned on each other. Everything was new, every every small thing. As I continued to move through the city and over the next few days, I noticed the smells in the air. Thinking, oh, it smells differently here. I don't smell that anymore, by the way. You don't? I don't, whatever it was, I don't, unless I walk by trash. I don't, whatever the smell was, I don't smell it anymore. Oh, you're so lucky. I, st- I still get. You still get. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone asked me, too, does the smell still bother No, I don't notice it anymore. Wow. Nope. Jealous. I don't know what it was. But this particular thing you're about to read is, was on Facebook, right? No, this oh, is no, just no. an overview. Oh, Just okay. me thinking back to those posts. Those posts were really short. So you so. wrote this for yourself and it wasn't yeah, posted online. Get, oh, right, okay, right. Okay, 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 just, okay. Just to get an, just to think of an overview of what I, I felt immediately. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, over the next few days of being here, other mm-hmm. than the smells... I want to say for the first month, I was snapping pictures of everything. Mm-hmm. I kept my my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. I snapped pictures of clothes on, on the clothesline. <laughs> that was very new to mm-hmm. me because, I mean, I've seen clothes on a clothesline, but not in apartments everywhere. It's mm-hmm. everywhere. That's what everyone does. Yeah. Back home, it may be in the country, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a choice, but here dryers for your clothes are not really as much of a thing. So I thought, wow, that saves on energy. Look what they do here in China. We should do this in America. It was That was amazing to me. Yeah. So from that to taking pictures of the food as mm-hmm. I walked along the streets, uh, getting lost. I thought that I would never learn how to navigate the system. Mm-hmm. But I found out that people that are familiar with the lines mm-hmm. from other cities... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not a big deal, but coming from Miami, Florida, which is where I'm from, we don't have those things there. Yeah. So yeah, this was all brand new, and I got lost several times. And yeah, I, I've worried myself, I've worried other people, but I've learned how to navigate. The Chinese food, I thought I should eat Chinese food in every meal because I'm in a new country, and I should learn how to integrate and learn. And after about... Two months, my stomach said, I'm not getting used to this. You have a strong stomach. It took yeah. two months for that it to happen? It took about two months for me to say, okay, no more. But some people said, oh, you'll get used to it, but that didn't happen. I, I have a very sensitive stomach. Yeah. So, yes. I've been here now three months, mm-hmm. and I am just now experiencing homesickness. Wow, that took a while to hit. It took a while. Last week was a rough week. And I thought, what is going on? Why now? I didn't even know what homesickness was. I've heard of it, Mm -hmm. but it has been painful. Yeah. And I thought, oh, wow, I've got to push past this. I've only been here three months. I have seven more to go, you know, seven or eight. 
That makes sense, because the honeymoon period can definitely be two or three months, yeah. four months, five months. Some people have extended mm-hmm. period, depending on where and all kinds of factors. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Was there anything that set you down the road to homesickness? Anything that... I think it was little things, like when the president came to town, mm-hmm. and I started having internet problems, phone problems, mm-hmm. couldn't contact people, started to feel isolated. I was kind of afraid to leave the house. Because I was told, well, they may stop you and ask to see your passport. And if you don't have Mm -hmm. it, you may have to go with them. And I thought, that's stressful. I'll just stay home. I actually just carried mine with me all week. (laughs) Which I hated doing. I know. I carry it. But just the idea of being stopped and asked for it, to me, that whole idea. It's nerve-wracking. Yes. It's it's, very nerve-wracking. It is is to me, too. And just for clarity's sake, for those of you guys who aren't in China, um, the president, meaning the president of China, was down. There was a big conference, a trade conference something something expo i can't remember i've seen science for like two weeks and i can't remember the name of the expo they beefed up security they did yeah yeah with the metro i was told don't take the metro anywhere i almost took a dd to go to work Mm -hmm. just to get some things done on a sunday the dd came to pick up a friend first and said oh no 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 those roads are closed down can't go that way yeah so i thought okay so now i'm trapped yeah so i think that did something to me yeah and not being able to reach out to family and friends, mm-hmm. I just thought, 47, by the way, but mm-hmm. I was thinking, I want my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 47-year-old woman, I'm like, I just want my mommy. Oh, gosh. Culture shock? Yeah, the parallel between the like the, the ups and downs of culture shock and the ups and downs of, of being a kid maneuvering through the world for the first time. I wonder how those overlay. Because yes. <laughs> there's a yes. lot of... Of helplessness, especially with the the script like this, like Chinese script, you can't fake your way into reading it. You really have to know no, what's happening. You have to know it. Yeah, you have to so know it's, it. it's easy to get overwhelmed by all of this. But sorry, you were yes. in the, you're still oh, in the no, middle no, of all this. No, that that's pretty much it. I mean, I've talked about the loneliness and mm-hmm. uh, just getting used to the work routine. Mm-hmm. It felt like a vacation mm-hmm. for a very long time. Wow. So now reality is set. <laughs> When do you think the reality set in? Was it like one month, two months, or just that this week? I want to say towards the end of two months. Yeah. I mean, I got here August 10th. Mm -hmm. Today is the 9th Mm -hmm. or something like that. So it's been almost exactly three months. And it started about a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And it just, right about Tuesday, Wednesday, it hit me hard. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I need to focus on food because I love food. And I know that some of our listeners are from the U.S., some are from Sweden. We've got little pockets here and there. Okay. So when people think of Chinese food, a lot of times they'll think of Kung Pao chicken or kind of the Western Chinese dishes. Exactly. That's what I miss. Yeah. Broccoli, sweet beef, and sour. sweet and sour. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So you weren't eating those. What were you eating that you that you liked? Well, since I've been here? Yeah. You said you were eating, like, Chinese food t- I was eating for Chinese. two months. I was trying the dumplings mm. and tasted good at the moment. Mm-hmm. But later on, my stomach would go, and i go, oh, okay, that may not work. <laughs> and I hear it's the oils, that there's yeah. just different oils used here. And yeah. the body has to get used to it. Now I'm to the point where I just want some good old rice. Mm-hmm. Give me a little scrambled egg in there, maybe mm-hmm. some shrimp. Just what we get back home in the States. Yeah. No, I had the same problem in Taiwan. And the food is a little bit lighter in Taiwan in some ways. It's not as fried, although there is that component of it. But my stomach just immediately was like, just kind of tightened up. Yeah. And that could be it, that alone. Coming here, I didn't eat fried foods. Yeah. So the fact that so many things are cooked with oils. And when I did use oil for anything, it's just a little, oh, 
of a yeah. little. So now my body is just going, what are you doing? What is happening right now? <laughs> What's happening? I don't understand the things you have put inside of me. I'm going to reject yes. this. I have a new YouTube channel called Tube to Pod. And what I want to do in this channel is have micro videos of people answering three questions about podcasts. My goal for this channel is to bridge people from YouTube over to podcasts, not to replace their YouTube viewing, but to supplement it with podcasts. A lot of people apparently still are not listening to podcasts, still are unaware of what they are, what they can do with them, what they can learn from them, that kind of thing. So the three questions are, one, where do you listen to podcasts? Two, why do you listen to podcasts? And three, what is your favorite podcast at the moment? Now, if you're interested in participating in this, you can either post a video under two minutes on Instagram with the hashtag tube to pod, T-U-B-E, T-O-P-O-D. Or you can email me your video and I'll post it on the YouTube channel. If you put it on Instagram, I'll record it, copy it over onto the channel. If you send it to me via email, I'll post it over onto the channel. And if you are more tech savvy than clearly I am, and you know a better way how to get other people's videos onto YouTube, please let me know. Because right now I'm doing a copy and paste kind of thing. So I really look forward to your participation in that. Again, it's under two minutes, it's three questions, it's super easy. I want to expose people on YouTube to another audio experience that I think they would really, really enjoy to spread the joy of podcasts. I think there's a lot of specific niche content out there that can teach us a lot about the world and a lot about the things we're already interested in in moments of the day when we're not doing anything else with our brain. So yeah, it's a push to people to learn more about the things that they are already interested in or learn about things that they don't even know exist yet. Anyway, tube to pod. I'll also put the link to the new channel in the show notes. I have a couple um just copies of the first four posts that I made, day mm-hmm. one through day four, and I've named them all. Now, is this something that's available online that the listeners it's on can look? Facebook. On so Facebook. Okay. I would have to go to my Facebook page. And I want to say the first month or two, mm-hmm. I posted every day. Maybe wow. the first month and a half. Then it became oh, every week mm-hmm. and every other week. Internet problems have been so bad mm. that I made a post October 30th, about a week ago. And it's still swirling in internet twilight zone, trying to load from my phone. I'm having phone right, issues. Right, right, right. First few posts mm. are actually very short. They got longer as time went on. Mm-hmm. There were shorter posts, but more pictures and videos. Oh. So the videos okay. and the pictures, it blew people away. They were begging me. People yeah. were saying, I can't wait every day to read your post. <laughs> you know, it was like the, I don't know, it was yeah. just the thing to do. So. so before you start, was your intention to write these things and to post the pictures and videos for yourself to chronicle it so you can look later for people back home so they could follow you or both? It was both. Both. Okay. Definitely both. I wanted to feel like I wasn't alone and that people were here. And, yeah. and so many of them said that. I feel like I'm right there with you. Yeah. Thank you for taking us on your journey. And thank you for keeping us updated. And, and I, I can't tell you how many people say you need to put this into a book. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have the, the record. It's yep, good yep, to yep. have the record for myself. Absolutely. Well, let's dive in. China Chronicles Day 1. I wrote. Arriving late last night. Today is my first official day in Shanghai, China. I went out for a nice hour walk with a colleague and came back drenched in sweat. It's 2.10 p.m. here while you guys are sleeping at 2 a.m. And I have already taken two showers for the day. (laughs) And then I posted pictures. That was another thing that got my attention. Mm -hmm. The humidity level here. 
yeah. Wait, you're from Florida. I'm from Florida, I'm Wait, from Miami. That breaks all kinds of things in my head. That, <laughs> the humidity level does not compare. Whoa. I didn't know what humidity was until I got here. It just, it doesn't leave your body when you sweat. It stays there. Yeah. So, very, very different. Wow. So, I talked a lot about the heat mm-hmm. <laughs> the first few weeks. Understandably. Chronicles Day 2. Today was a very rainy day. Grateful that my hotel provides umbrellas. Spent the better part of my day tagging along with a co-worker while she apartment shopped. I will apartment hunt tomorrow. In the past two days, I've done so much walking and sweating that if I continue at this rate, I'll be a fine China girl in about three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I've also washed my hair two days in a row, something African Americans don't do. Jet lag, exercise, mentally trying to navigate and take all the newness in has me exhausted. Went to bed at 5 p.m. my first night. Yeah. And about to shut my eyes right now at mm-hmm. 9.05 p.m., mm-hmm. which was still pretty early to go to bed mm-hmm. for me. But And that was it for day two. It was a bit much. So then it starts to get a little exciting. China Chronicles Day 3. Never say never. (laughs) Yesterday, my brother from another mother said he couldn't wait to see me on a scooter. I told him, wait on it. It was never going to (laughs) happen. And while apartment hunting today, the realtor motioned for me to get on her scooter so she could show me a few places. I hesitated for a moment and then thought, what the heck, it's time to live. And the rest is history. So I posted all the pictures of me on the scooter. Needless to say, I found an apartment. It took riding two scooters, walking for an hour nonstop, briskly at that, climbing seven flights of stairs twice, and changing out of three sweaty shirts. All of this ended about 9 p.m. tonight, and I'm through dealing for the day. I signed the lease in the morning, and this is really happening. I'm in Shanghai. It was very exciting. Oh, my God, seriously. Okay, growing up, growing up on the East Coast, there were these women that did, like, speed walking in our neighborhood. Right? Yes, I remember that. The apartment rental agents in Shanghai go about six times faster than those women. Uh huh. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they walk fast. Yeah. They drive. Yeah. They walk fast. They're like, okay, meet me at the station. Then you meet them, they say hello, and they go, Phew. They're ready to go. And then you can't Boom. see them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my you God. All right. So they it was a, so fast. Yeah. It was literally a trip. Yeah. Keeping up. I was on a ride. It's good they had a scooter, because we did ours all on foot. We'd tell them, like, what metro stations we wanted to live near. We'd meet them there, and they would kind of be very flexible with near this metro station. And we would literally walk so much at their, like crazy breakneck speed all over. But a scooter was a really big deal for mm-hmm. me because it was kind of a phobia. Yeah. I've never been on a motorcycle, never been on the back of anything. Really? So okay. I wanted to rent one for my birthday once and I said, yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me to make that split moment decision like, what the heck, let's just live. Yeah. That was major. That's that amazing. Was major so me. what went through your head when you when you were faced with that, okay, here's how I get there. What do I do? Like, I had just thinking? told my friend, wait on it. You're not going to see me on the scooter. So I went, oh, my gosh, the moment is here. Yeah. Uh, 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 everyone's looking at me. Okay, let's do it. And again, we're talking about how fast they move, their pace. Yes. She didn't look like she wanted to wait for me to make a decision. No, so no, no, no. I thought, let's let's keep it moving. Agent pressure. And when you got on the bike and she started going, it how was that? started going. And I was riding on the back taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're hesitant. Fear just kind of melted yeah, away. I'm taking 
I'm like, I have to share this. People have to know that I really did it. I really, really jumped out of my Oh my God. Well, here's the very last chronicle. Um, This is when my personality really starts to kick in. So I start off saying, how can I be brief? So much happens in a day. Best news first. I signed my lease to an apartment and got the keys in my hand. I rode on a subway scooter and a bike to handle my business today. (laughs) I have pictures of that too. This is truly an experience of stepping out on faith, not knowing what's ahead, going alone with determination to maintain peace, joy, strength, and knowing that come what may, this will be a stepping stone because I just feel like God's got me and it's all going to work out. I understand this will be major for anyone, but if only you knew my story, I think writing a book is on a horizon. Anyway, and I continue, a friend recently asked me what it's like dealing with the language barrier and being in a new place. Well, there are so many people that I feel unnoticed. And when they do notice me, they stare and look me up and down. Yesterday, I got so many stares that I finally held my head up, stuck my chest out, and began strutting. Yes, I put on a show (laughs) with a slight smirk on my face. So if these people want a show, I'll give it to them. Google Translate has made uh, it possible for me to navigate a little better and communicate. I can hold the camera in front of anything written in Chinese, and it automatically translates to English. So also, I can speak and type and hand my phone over, and it translates for the person to read. They do the same, and then we can have a conversation. They have to be patient, of course, especially if they want my business. So anyway, before I can move into my place tomorrow, I'm only able to purchase what I can carry into a taxi and walk down the street with. So I have to remember when I'm shopping, don't get everything you want because you're walking with this when you leave here. You have to carry it to the taxi and from the taxi to your apartment. So shopping has been different. Never thought about that. Got to figure out how to make those things work, how I can walk down the street with things in my hand. So glad I arrived a week and a half before teachers have to start. And I continued to solicit donations. I did a donations thing here. I did a whole China going away thing and people donated to me moving to China. And it was just really exciting. Had a going away party and everything. That's really cool. We have a few different ways that you can feedback. So if you go to stephfuccio.weebly.com forward slash contact, let me do that a little slower. S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com forward slash contact. You'll see all kinds of ways you can contact me and let me know what you think of this podcast. I have email, WeChat if you're in China or uh, have used WeChat before and are still signed up, Twitter, LinkedIn, and my new favorite thing is SpeakPipe. Over on the right-hand side of that page, you'll be able to leave a sound recording, basically a voice message. You just hit the start recording button that's in bright orange and uh, once you preview it and, and decide that you want to send that message, you press send and I receive an email with the voice message. I can also respond in a voice message there as well. It's a really, really cool feature. I can't believe they have this available for free, but until they get smarter about that, I'm going to take advantage of it because it is such a cool feature. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of your input. 
which is one of the things I want to talk to you about because that shopping thing. Are you on Valpals or Taobao or you've have you done the online Not shopping thing yet? yet? Oh, I, I have done one thing online, mm-hmm. but I actually found someone that was selling something, mm-hmm. so I met her across town and bought dishes. Mm-hmm. Other than that, when I tried, everything was in Chinese, yep. so I'm, be, I'm being told I have to go to another site, and I oh. haven't dived into that yet. Oh, I, I'm about to spend about a quarter of your paycheck here. <laughs> <laughs> Bao Pals yeah. is basically an English language interface to Taobao. It doesn't have everything that they have, but it has a lot of them. And their customer service will help you talk to the seller in English. Oh, uh-huh. very they, nice. They have English-speaking staff that will talk to them in Chinese, and then they'll come back and tell you. You can do returns. You get deliveries. Everything that Taobao does, just slightly less the inventory. And you can search in English. That's what I need. Yeah. Well, my first yeah. week in my apartment, <clears throat> packages were on my kitchen floor when I got home. And I called my landlord to say, did you drop off packages? What? And she said, no, it was probably the mail. I said, but how do you get in my apartment? Yeah. Oh, uh, probably the window. So. What? <laughs> the screen slides open. So he must have reached over. And I have bars. So he had to do a lot of oh. reaching. Push that, that screen door open. Okay. And toss packages in on the floor. And I thought, no way. <laughs> I can't live like this. I can't. I can't do it. She wants me to keep the windows open, but I said, Those, no! that window is getting closed. No, <laughs> You're not no, throwing no, no, things no. in my kitchen. No. I no. felt invaded. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Know? No, I don't that want people... I, even if it's just their hand, even if there are bars, that's, the idea that's that. a bridge too yeah, far for me. crossed the line. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was no, no, too no. much. Because our last place, they would just hold it down at the security guard, which I was like right that. as you walk in, I and you like walk that. in and they hand you packages. I felt like... A serious baller. Hello. I have security people <laughs> that look after my packages when I'm not here. They were yeah. special. Yeah, I was I was on the bus mm-hmm. with three, four bags, mm-hmm. something under the arm, sitting it here, walking, and I thought, yeah. I know people are looking at me, thinking she's crazy because no. I don't see anyone else doing it. Oh no, they do not to that that degree. Yeah, more so the metro than the bus. I'll give you that. But packages and carrying things, and I don't know if you've seen those temporary luggage things that they have. Oh. Those, have you seen those kind of clothy looking giant things that are about the size of a carry-on? Oh, no. During Spring Festival next year, you're going to see a million of them. <gasps> things get transported around China a lot. <laughs> that I've noticed. It's not always in the most sustainable bags. Yeah, they're you'll, very you'll see the temporary bags. There's a special name for them, too, and I never remember okay. what it is. Creative. Things happen, whether <laughs> it's ready to happen or not. <laughs> I have a lot to learn still. I have a lot to learn. Oh, of course. Three months. I have a lot to learn. And that's cumulative, like three years. Three years. With eight years in between, almost exactly in between, actually. I do still pull out the camera and take pictures of certain things. and just not all day, every day. Oh, I do Every once in a while I go, oh my gosh, what is that? (laughs) What is this fine China girl thing? What is that phrase? Because you had it in caps. Yeah, I had it in caps. Mm. So I haven't walked this much. Ever. I haven't walked this much. And especially the first week when you get in town and you need a phone. Mm -hmm. And you just all these basic things you need. And apparently the co-worker friend that I was with, walking, normal walking to her is speed walking. (laughs) I walk like like a dachshund that has little baby, little (laughs) dachshund um, dogs that have little short legs. I have a hard time keeping up with anybody. And I was just so worn out. And I thought, wow, all this working out. I'm going to have a fine body when it's all said and done. <laughs> if I keep up at this rate. And let me tell you, I have noticed, I wasn't trying to lose weight, but I have lost, yeah. I guess, between 
the change in the eating, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and just all the walking. Yeah. Running to the bus stop every morning yeah. <laughs> for 15 minutes straight. I mean, I have to get up and stretch some mornings. Like, I better get a good stretching because this is literally a workout. Yeah, that's very true. And some of the metro transfers in Shanghai are exercise program in and of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The stairs, <coughs> the stairs. I'll actually look at my transfer options. If one of my options is to go to People Square, mm-hmm. Nanjing West Road, or there's one more. Or there's one more I can't think of right now. If it's one of those three, I know the transfer is going to be really long, and I don't have that much music on my phone, and I'm like, I'll take the other transfer and transfer twice instead of once, just to avoid that. that. (laughs) I've learned. I've learned. It's like walking down the street. It's like a 10, 15-minute walk almost to get to the other station. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. And I, I love walking, but walking in that crowded of a space under underground sometimes where it's like deep, deep shelter and kind of heat. stuff. At the, the heat. heat. <laughs> and people like trying to get to work and doing all these. And I'm just like, nah, too much stress around me. I'll take the extra transfer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and add getting lost for me because there was sometimes I had to go to the wrong place, yeah. get back on, oh, yeah. go the other way and have people waiting for me that I'm trying to meet and I'm go- so none of that anymore. That is, yeah, yeah, that is smoothed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still do that sometimes depending on where I'm going. But I have also gotten into a, a mode of going to the same places. So yes. it's not as often same just places. because of that. But, mm-hmm. but then I feel like I'm not exploring enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that already. There's so much. I'm feeling that already. So much. 17 metro lines in this city. Oh my God. 17. And that's just now. Like next month they'll probably be the 18th. I've been on... Three or four of those yeah. 17 yeah. in three months, maybe four. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, Central Shanghai has probably, what, five or six or something, and then it, yes. there's all these that I still look at, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever been on that one ever. at all. Ever. And I probably won't. I hear that yeah. there's some that I should just take to the end for the sake of writing, get off, and go explore. <clears throat> and I thought, okay, if I can force myself out of bed on this vacation <laughs> time, I may just do that. We've done that. Like there are these fake these replica towns all over China. Like there's a replica Venice up north. Uh, There still is a replica UK in Shanghai ish. I forget exactly where. I think it's near Songjiang down south. There was a replica German town. And that's that's when we went to the end of a line and we're was looking for it. But it already got renovated over into just really nice condos. So we found one German restaurant that was at the heart of what used to be German town. (laughs) What are you gonna name the book? China Chronicles. China Chronicles. People are asking me, you know, I can't wait to read your Chronicles again. And I think, wow, let me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, it has to have pictures. Oh, I definitely point. Now, that's going to cost a little more, but that is what makes the Chronicles the Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Are the pictures going along with it. It just, it blows, some of the things just blow you away. Yeah. But here's (laughs) here's the thing, though. You mentioned videos, too, and those are powerful. Videos are powerful. Maybe links. Maybe Mm. in a book, just put a link Mm -hmm. to something. Mm -hmm. And if they want to see it, they can go to the link and see the videos. Or accompanying, like, website for the promotional purposes and then have some videos on there. You have some thoughts there. I have thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Two two brains are better than one. (laughs) There you go. That sounds really exciting. So when... Do you think you would do that? Because you're, you're busy. I'm busy. It would yeah. be after. Yeah, it yeah, would yeah. be after the fact when, when I can come down from the high of yeah. work. Work consumes me. Yeah. It. I mean, if I could work to 8, 9 o'clock, I would. I just don't want to miss the bus. 
Yeah. I don't want to miss the bus and have to pay out of pocket every yeah. day. That's a whole nother bill. I'm allowed to leave at three, but I don't mm. leave until about five something. That's that. And I'm running to the bus. Right. Every day. Wow. I'm trying to suck every minute of time <laughs> that I can get to get things done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because when I get home, I'm not going to do it. No. And it's, it's good to leave it at it's work. It's good to leave it. Yeah. It's good to leave it. That's yeah. why I'm in China, to not be stressed out. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Leave the stress, Leave America, the stress yes. behind. <laughs> yes, yes. Didn't come all the way here no, to no. bring that lifestyle. With Absolutely me. not. No. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. I've met so many people who, when they came over here, they were like, okay, I'm not going to repeat working too much. Yes. Exactly. What is that? Yes. Because they work like super duper crazy hard in China. They are hard workers here. But they, we don't do that. I, they are hard. I noticed that simple shops will be open till 9, yeah. 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm going, these people live here. Mm-hmm. And their children come there after yep. school. They bring their dogs to work with mm-hmm. them because they're there most of yeah. the day. And I thought, yeah. wow, they yeah. work really hard They work here. a lot. The students work really hard. Like everybody, it's, it's just like a 12-hour day is normal. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. And, yes. And then we come over here and we go, oh, we don't have to work too hard now. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I feel slightly guilty with that. <laughs> I tell you what, I've yeah. worked enough back yeah, home to true. last me a lifetime. <laughs> I think so. Working double shift when I didn't have to. <clears throat> yeah. Teachers were on salary. Yeah. So when you work late, that's your choice. Yep. You don't get paid for that. And you just, you want to do yeah. a good job, and so you're willing to do it. Yeah. And the students. The students. The are little, what the little kept... humans. They're so, they're so amazing. I didn't teach little ones. I taught, like, I taught teenagers mostly okay, for a while, okay. and then older teenagers at the first year at university. But they're people. They're and they're people. cool people that are yes. blossoming. And it's like, oh, yes. if I can just get this one more thing yes. done, I can help them fill in the blank. Yes. Exactly. I had no cutoff. I don't even think I would have made the last bus if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few times that I've stayed out, but not often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, often. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. This is exactly, well, this is one of the top five reasons I am not teaching anymore. Okay. <laughs> that cutoff for me is That's just my not goal. there. That's my yeah. goal. To, to work, save, yeah. get another plan. And because we're getting older, I can't mm. do the same thing yeah. forever yeah. and ever and ever. We have <clears> lots of talents and gifts, <clears> and I want to shift into some other, tap into some book writing and other things. Yes, like yes. absolutely. Oh, I love that commercial thing you just did with your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, you wanted to see that. Wait, you can't. You can't. <laughs> All right, let's do a rapid fire love hate kind of thing. And then we'll revisit these questions okay. at the end of the year. What were you most surprised with at China? With China? Oh, what was I most surprised at? I think the people going down the streets with the carts. And the carts can get extremely high. Mm-hmm. They are amazing at packing those carts. And some of the carts are homemade, mm-hmm. but they pack them really high. So yep. I would take pictures of the people driving yep. down the street in their carts and how they balanced with these strings and ropes. <laughs> and I thought, wow, amazing. Back home, we'd just get a big truck. But So, I mean, that hasn't stopped surprising mm-hmm. me. That mm-hmm. I still want to take pictures of. I still do. Uh, yes. <laughs> Almost, not not daily, but weekly probably. I took a driving test when I lived in Taiwan in 2003 and 2004, and they, for a scooter. You you didn't have to, didn't have to, nobody checked, nobody cared, but I wanted to take the test. It was in English, Mm -hmm. but I took it, and one of the questions, I'll never forget this, was how high can people have packages on their scooters? They didn't specify in front, behind, or anything, and it was like, the option was, and I still have the manual, actually, (laughs) pictures of the manual, and it was was knees... Shoulders or head. 
And guess which one I picked? What? Knees. Like, up to your knees. And that, oh. that, that, that's a safe distance, I've right? I've seen that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess what the actual answer was? What? Shoulders. They were allowed to have packages or whatever on their scooter, front or back, up to their shoulders. Okay. Those are the scooters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Scooters. Okay. Yeah. So then you have the carts where they, they're pulling something behind yeah. them. And it just yeah. there seems to be no end. No end. Yeah. But the scooters, they would go higher than the shoulders. But shoulders was even legal. legal. higher. Even legal. Like, I saw people with, like, furniture. On the front, they would go refrigerators. refrigerators. On the <laughs> they're not as big as American refrigerators, but they're still big. They're big. They're very big. And, yeah, and they can navigate. I, oh, yeah. I just, I can't. Yeah, do that. I've only seen one tip over. Really, one. But we're talking 2003 until now. In different parts of Asia, I've only seen one of them tip over. They're, oh they're, we're going to put some pictures, listeners. You're just okay. going to be floored. If you're outside of China, you're going to be outside of Asia, especially. You're going to be floored by how much stuff can be packed onto scooters and carts. My goodness. It's amazing. I don't have those balancing skills. The other shocker is seeing women riding as passengers on the back mm-hmm. of the scooter, sitting to the side. Yes. Not straddling it, but sitting to the side. Yeah. That throws my equilibrium off just watching them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh, truly, I'd be on the ground. <laughs> I would not last. I would not. On that scooter. No. So I think they're very skilled and talented people here. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that for two blocks. No. It would not happen. No. no. Uh-uh. Um, when I used to take motorbike taxis in Vietnam, I used to grab onto the poor guy. There's like skinny, like, young yeah, guy. as my scooter, And I'd hold on to him, and he's just like, what the hell's going on right now? And I was sitting, I was straddling. But so yes. I, I could have balanced myself, but I couldn't. <laughs> and then I learned I could hold on to the back of the scooter instead of the poor guy. So I started to do that. It's a skill. Where do you put your feet? Yeah. And, yes. yeah, but I couldn't just do it without holding something. No, you have to hold something. Yeah, especially how they drive. It was just like, no. Well, I've seen them riding, happen. reading books. Uh, on their phones, and I'm going, this, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I'm reading. Are you serious? in the world. Like e-books, paper books, both? No, like I've seen a book in someone's hand before. Well, they're riding a scooter. Driving. Oh, my God. Oh, car. On the phone. No, yeah. Driving the scooter. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I just cannot believe. Wow. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I do or don't want to see that. <laughs> So that's my shocker. Yeah, those those are two shocking things. And the driving. What do you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what What is the thing that delights you the most that you didn't expect? Oh, let's see. Um, I, I I would have to say the school mm-hmm. that I work at. Aww. I work at a French school, yeah. and it's just an amazing. It's an amazing monster, just an amazing machine. That's what I should say. It has so many components. Yeah. And the way it's a well-oiled machine, Mm -hmm. very complicated. And I was so interested in finding out another way Mm -hmm. than just the American school system type of way. And and I'm just, I'm blown away by that. And not just that, but the children here and how education is so important from a very young age Mm -hmm. and teaching them many odd languages. Mm -hmm. It's almost the norm Mm -hmm. because they know their children need to be ready and they need to be prepared Mm -hmm. and you need to know English. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to them. And it blows, it still blows me away that I teach children that speak three languages already. Some of them more than that. So jealous of them. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought, wow, oh how much gosh. further along in the world would I be? 
if I could speak. Right? I speak a little Spanish, a little Espanol, coming from <laughs> Miami, but just enough. Yeah, but if we had started at that age, three, at least three. Oh my Taking gosh. classes, yes. Right? Content classes yes. in those languages. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay, but, you know, with the good comes the bad. So mm-hmm. what's the most annoying thing so far? I want to say the stairs. Mm-hmm. It was, it was kind of cute and funny at first, but I've become very, very annoyed mm-hmm. with the stairs mm-hmm. because sometimes those stairs, they go a little beyond just staring. You get the up and down. Mm-hmm. You might even get a twitched lip. <laughs> and one coworker and I, we were talking about this, and while we were talking, at that very moment, mm-hmm. a woman walked by, looked me up and down, and kind of crinkled her nose at me and turned around and kept going. And I thought, there it goes, just what we were just talking about. There's your proof. <laughs> and it's not my country. Mm-hmm. So I have to remember, you know, that it sometimes it's not anything harsh. Mm-hmm. It, they don't mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. You just look different to them, mm-hmm. you know, and they do stare. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to just get used. I've, I've, we were taught that staring is rude. So I don't stare, but I've learned to mm-hmm. stare back. Mm-hmm. Just to say, you see that feeling you get when I stare at you? Mm-hmm. I get that too when yeah, you yeah. stare at me. What do they do when you stare back? Sometimes they look away. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Oftentimes they I, look away. I started to start from the feet when I stare back and do that back. Mm-hmm. And I hate doing it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm yeah. like, mm, like if they just look curious, I, I'm like, whatever. Curious yeah. is curious. But, but if there's that growly yes. look on the face, I'm like, yes. I don't care where you're from. That needs a little attention. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would do this in yes. any country, and I'm going to do it right now, and I'll start at the feet, and I'll go up, and I'll intentionally not be smiling, which is hard to do. <laughs> there is one elder mm-hmm. Chinese man that rides the same bus and gets off at the same stop mm-hmm. with me and my coworkers in the morning, and he stares Yeah. I mean, at me more, more than anyone else. Yeah, stares, yeah, yeah, yeah. looks yeah. me up and down. So one day, I just smiled at him, and I said, Ni hao. And he said, no, with his little frown, <laughs> with his little frown on his face. But the next day, he stared again, yeah. and he said, ni hao, a little softer. And oh. each day, it got a little softer. And now he smiles See. and says, ni hao. Yeah. And when I'm not there, my friends tell me your friend was looking for you today. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that is so nice. Aww. Yeah. So I was just different. Yeah, 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 and he had to learn that it's okay to speak. Yeah. It's okay to smile. Yeah. And, and keep going. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. What's funny? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to make sure. I don't want to speak, but I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be rude. <laughs> right, 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 right. Now about the home thickness. What do you miss the most and what do you miss the least? Oh, my goodness. What do I miss the most? You know, I, I kind of miss having my car mm-hmm. and being able to, having the liberty to just get in the car and go where I want to go, mm-hmm. when I want to go, whether it's spur of the moment, I don't have to plan or figure out or map out a route mm-hmm. or be afraid of getting lost. And I, you know, sometimes I would be driving and I'd go, you know what, I want to stop at the beach because I lived five minutes away from the beach. Oh my God. Yes. Why and did I've, you leave? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would go to the beach all the time. It was a five-minute drive. Yeah. So I, I just I miss being able to just jump in the car, go see a friend if I wanted to see a friend, take myself to a movie. If mm-hmm. I, you know, that liberty. Yeah. I, I, I'm starting to feel trapped mm-hmm. in my apartment, mm-hmm. and I need motivation to get out because yeah. I don't have that same liberty yeah. to just jump and go when I want. Yeah. 
You know, I used to get out and just walk, but yeah. I, I'm getting bored with just the same walk the, in my vicinity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I miss transportation, driving a car. Yeah, I'm telling my son who yeah. has my car now. When I come home, I already have plans on how you're going to get around because that car is mine. <laughs> I'm going to be there 24 seven. It is mine. <laughs> Oh yes. my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, and what do you miss the least? What are you glad you left behind, even I'm if it may only be for that this year? I'm glad I left that teaching. Mm. <laughs> that just the teaching full-time mm-hmm. in America is mm-hmm. very different from my experience of mm-hmm. teaching full-time here. It, it is just very different. I love teaching as a profession. Yes, yeah. I think there will always be some aspect of teaching in my life. Mm-hmm. But the system and the way they do things and why they do. And I worked at a good school before I left. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to any other school when I was, you know, back home. Yeah. But they were still a part of the system. I have to figure out a plan for the rest of my life so I don't have to go back to teaching full time. I can always tutor. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my Cambridge examiner's license while I'm here. Nice. And you can use that globally. Mm-hmm. So um, different things. Mm-hmm. I'm an actor. Um, I do different things, mm-hmm. the, you know. But you have to have a constant stream, <laughs> and I have to find a way to make it work. But full time, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone will start a charter school and want some ideas from someone who's worked in another country. You know, that would be interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would be very interesting. That would be very cool. Yeah, full time feels so passe right now. <laughs> Just no, no, no. My children will be graduating college within the next couple of years, my mm-hmm. daughter in a month. Yeah. So it's a new phase of life for mm-hmm. me. And I want to feel like I have a little more freedom. I've already been told you're acting like a teenager. <laughs> but my daughter's Is that supposed to be an insult. My daughter's <laughs> friend said your mom acts like a teenager, and I'm going, You have no idea. <laughs> I think I missed my teen years yeah, because yeah, yeah. I just you know, I wanted to be grown up so fast. Oh, me too. We always wanted, yeah, we wanted yeah. to grow up. I wanted lots of jobs, lots of, I wouldn't say lots of money, but lots of different experiences, yes. lots of credentials. So I just was going to school, working a lot. I had the car, I had the apartment. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, adult, 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 adult. adult. Yes. And then I was like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just want to have fun. Girls yeah. want to have fun. You got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. What do you think will be your reaction to these first four chronicles at the end of the year? Oh, wow. I'm hoping by the end of the year I'm not bored because mm-hmm. there was so much excitement that first month. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was so much excitement. Yeah. And it's very easy for me to get used to a routine. Mm-hmm. So even preparing to come here and looking back at the post, I went, oh, wow. You know, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. I remember that day. I remember the emotions. Mm-hmm. So I um, I want to always appreciate that mm-hmm. you are in a different country. You are in China. Mm-hmm. Make the most of it and get out and do things. Mm-hmm. You know, but I kind of need motivation. To yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. If someone calls me and says, "Hey, we're going here. What do you want?" I'm there. I'll yeah. go. But if they don't, I'm like, eh, I'll just sit here and watch a couple movies. <laughs> Okay, if I may suggest something, yes. meetups.com, which I never really used in any other country, is really active here. I think I might have said this before. Yeah. I've heard about some of these groups that I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. join. That's going to take a yeah. little prodding. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And if, if you... I like getting notifications. I know a lot of people don't like reminders and emails and stuff like that, and I need them. 
<laughs> I need somebody to send me something saying, hey, this is happening. Are you going or not? Yes. And and the, the yeah. website will send it. It won't be a nagging person. It'll oh, be good. some anonymous website. You signed up for this good. group. Are you going to this thing? Yes or no? I need to do that. And then I was uh, then I think about it, and I break out my calendar, and I make a decision. But if it wasn't for that, I would, yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. And they have a lot of different activities. And what I like about it here is it's not just expats it's like usually a mix of locals and foreigners and foreigners from all over the world because foreigners is not one variety as we all know yeah yes (laughs) you're right you're right and so it's it's a really interesting mix a lot of times of people from all over yeah notice that yeah and i I like that yeah i like that too i'm still like despite having studied chinese for a year way low level so i cannot converse in any meaningful way (laughs) with any local so the fact that they have so many folks who have gone to study overseas and come back and they can in English yes. is such a deep discount into yes. the culture. <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. And so it's kind of fun to meet them and then, you know, have those conversations mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you're kind of thinking, I wonder about, and then you can ask someone. Yes. So, FYI. Yeah, yeah. But you're th- three months. You've got plenty of time to I need to remember all that. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not be so hard myself no absolutely not and there's in the first like six seven eight months there's no problem in doing what you're doing when you relax you relax at home you absorb what you've done all day all week all month there's no problem with that yeah 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 but when you get bored know that there's tons of activities out there for you yeah i i need to have those options yeah for sure (laughs) thank you so much for doing our first during the first year interview all right and we will check back with you in nine more months yes. or so anytime after that yes that point nine or ten months yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me thank this is you. exciting all right so listeners we're going to have all that information and links in some way shape or form in the show notes so check those Again, I welcome and encourage guests on this podcast. So please do contact me if you have a first year experience that you'd like to reflect on in your current day state. You don't have to currently still be living in the same place. There does need to be some time distance between when you experienced that country and that first year experience and where you are now. It doesn't need to be as long as my my 13 or 14 years is from this experience, but there does need to be some time after the first year ended. Contact me for more details. I would love to hash that out with you and have you be a guest on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Expat Rewind. More coming your way soon.